Have cyber spider spelt C Y B R dot S P Y D E R with the song "Listening to Fraser" by Cyber Spider. You can find them on Spotify, but that's not important. Forget everything that I just said. You're in the living room. The tremendous verse. How are you? And uh, sitting next to me is uh, is the Sydney-based comedian, the uh, Socrates of the Sydney comedy scene, Mr. Tristan Hayes. Whoa! <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to my end of the program where I respond to what EJ is saying here and it's real pleased to meet you all. <laughs> uh, Tristan Hayes is... It's, doc- uh, it's doctor, by the way, it's not Mr. <laughs> I can do that, Dr. Dr. Hayes. Uh, Dr. Hayes is, uh, is a Sydney comedian, has been performing in the Sydney comedy Let's just team. drop the title. Okay. Let's just not say Dr. or Mr. <laughs> Tristan is a person that has been I'm just a guy. He's more of a, he's more of a mirage. Uh, like his name would say, he's more of a haze, sort of something you'd see in the distance. Uh, and uh, he, you can catch him in the distance on the Sydney comedy stages. And uh, I've been uh, doing comedy with him f- uh, pretty much since the beginning. I am very distant <laughs> on stage, <laughs> and to my, and to your uh, relationships as well with your <laughs> with the closest people. Oh yeah, so many relationships, <laughs> but they're all so distant. <laughs> He's, yeah, Tristan is a man that travels among many, but is a lonely one. He, uh, oh, I'm sounding like such a <laughs> s- scallywag. No, Socrates had to spend time thinking. The reason I call uh, Tristan the Socrates of, uh, of the Sydney comedy scene is because... How is that a reply to what I... No, Socrates had to spend time thinking. So you're not a scallywag. <laughs> no, is that, is that no. The, I don't quite see the logic it, there. All the thinking kept you out of scallywaggery. If you were, if you were, if you were doing, uh, you know, if you were out there kicking mailboxes off, yes. uh, then then you wouldn't have all the time to ponder the the the, the facts of life. No, I'm not kicking mailboxes. <laughs> I only kick female boxes. <laughs> this is all scallywaggery. <laughs> this is the thing you don't realize that you're susceptible to. Even the even the deepest thinkers can come to, sometimes fall prey to uh, to boxes and the kicking off. Yeah, what? Where's this idea of kicking boxes, box, boxers <laughs> I, coming I, from? I, I think I, I, my mind went to like 1950s um, scallywaggery, where it was just like baseball bats off. Fucking, I think I thought of the movie Stand by Me by Stephen King. Right, and it's the idea that it's like playing unfair because when you're a boxer, you're meant to punch them. What? If you're kicking boxers, if you're kicking boxers, well, if you're kicking boxers, um, are you saying boxers like 
mailbox like mailboxes you know like yeah, a, boxes not, yeah not boxes not like just the plural, not just boxes like cardboard boxes no no, no. i'm talking about well I, I, maybe you hit the first mailbox and then you hit the second one and then you start thinking about philosophy and being like what am i doing so mailbox yeah not mailboxes <laughs> no no mail not a mailbox i'm talking or a female box i mean i didn't i don't gender my mailbox oh now you're bringing genitalia into it i wasn't even i already had a little pun going that didn't involve any of that is this what this whole podcast is going to be? It's one stitched together pun after the other. It's who can punny. Oh, the- well, you invited me on and you should have known. <laughs> this- <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, I was, uh, I, I was, this is, this actually brings us to how you ended up on the podcast. Um, mm. There's a lot of planning that goes on behind the scenes of uh, Tremendous. And uh, you and I were at uh, Sweeney's Comedy. Last night we were we were um, yes we were we were in the middle of being carried out by the audience after our performances. Get the word out. We were at Sweeney's. <laughs> we were at Sweeney's. <laughs> we were at Sweeney's comedy. Well, I'm not say, ashamed of it. I would like to say we. I got there first, and then just like you, uh, true to your explanation of uh, of how you traverse around this earth, uh, you kind of drifted in at midway yeah. through the show near the end, and every other comedian was like, "Hey, hey, hey, uh, Tristan, please, please get up and." Uh, you are awkwardly obliged. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just came and rained on the parade. <laughs> if by rain you made, ma- if you made by rain you may you mean uh, made it rain because uh, you got all three of those potential giggles in the room and uh, oh wow! And so then I, I approached you and uh, and I said, hey, uh, can on I have the strength you? of that performance? <laughs> I wanted to get you when you were feeling it at your at your best, and, uh, and I you said, could tell I was feeling great. I you got were buzzing. Three giggles. Yeah, <laughs> it's a high. I was ecstatic. It's a Sweeney's high. It's it's it's. Uh, they broke the laughing meter at Sweeney's for the, uh, the. I think you guys broke the re- the yearly record. But um, I, on your high, I wanted to approach you and say, can I please exploit you, exploit your uh, uh, philosophical ideas on the tremendous podcast. And you said you you obliged. I, yeah, I did. Look, you don't have to you don't have to convince me that I agreed. I'm not trying to back out. <laughs> I'm just explaining. Uh, to I agree. Oh uh, yeah, no, they know. Well, they understand because I'm here, aren't I? Or they want to. It's a bit of backstory. It is a bit of backstory for them. I it just is. want everyone to know that I I still agree to it. <laughs> I'm still. Shout out board. to the Sweeney's uh, Sweeney's uh, venue. Tristan is a is, is, is passionate about it. He's he's always <laughs> there. If you if you're looking for him, even if it's not, even if there's no comedy there, you can be like, where is he? Probably Sweeney's. Probably up at Sweeney's, <laughs> just <laughs> sucking and fucking, and just waiting, <laughs> waiting for the next giggle. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, this is this is part of the um, the tremendous podcast, Tommy hiatus. Yeah, I'm edition. interviewing for a position. In you some are sense. the pseudo Tom. For, t- for today. Yeah. We've had a many of them, but yes. There have been, there's been Shane Hunter, there's been a Kyle, Kyle Leggs, and mm. you strong, know, because you're looking for a host to replace Tom. Need, a, right? need a host to replace Tom. And so you're going <laughs> to, you, you mean you're looking to give someone the job and you've just still going through candidates like Kyle wasn't good enough, um, Shane wasn't good enough, or are you going to interview a bunch of us and then one of us gets the gig? Look, the thing is, you to find a needle in a haystack, you need to move around some hay. And just because I moved you to a, a group of hay to the side does not mean 
that that is not the hay with the needle inside of it. And uh, okay. so the, the, what I'm saying is that Kyle what are you saying? Hunter could be the potential needle. You could be the potential needle. Kyle Hunter. But uh, yeah, that's what, it's it's all about um, brevity at the yeah. uh, tremendous podcast. So oh, we, okay. we got to get we got to get through all these uh, pseudo Tom. Wow. We got to we got to try. We're running out. It's a lot of so many Toms, so little time. You seem in such a hurry. I, I think <laughs> I think that this whole approach is alien to me. I think we all need to just relax. Calm down, but it's not my show at the end of the day. So you go, a mile, you know, you can go a mile a minute. Well, that's the thing. The, the tremendous, the tremendous podcast, uh, Tommy Hiatus Edition, is a lava lamp of a podcast. We really don't know what form we're taking yet, and so perhaps we can actually have a little segment here today, relaxing. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> We, that's the, the most form, honest thing we don't know what form it's taking it's just really it's all in the melting pot what the fuck is this what the fuck are you doing and i i'm supposed to sit here and dance for you so i maybe become the host of the podcast you're not gonna that's not gonna happen where is and why is why is tom on hiatus I saw him at a gig last night. Before Sweeney's, I was doing a gig where Tom Whitcomb was there. The Foresters. You did? Where was he? The Foresters. Yeah. You know, he seemed to be very relaxed. He seems to have a lot of free time. Why is he unable to do the show? That's a great question. You have just posed a tremendous question to the people, Tremendous, and they're all scratching their heads with you, Tristan. They have no idea. Uh, Tom, reach out. Tell us. Uh, what you're doing? Why are you flipping the middle finger to the uh, to the thing to your child to the to the child that you bore and oh. and walked around uh, pregnant for for nine months because you're the female in this relationship and there's nothing to be ashamed of but that's what you are the tremendous podcast. Uh, Tom's the female. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's the other half of what my. Dread, how dreadful! It, no, she is. He's the yin to my yang. He's my chubby yeah. cat woman. Um, she's left you. <laughs> Listen, we're separated. All right, we're gonna. It's 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 a hiatus. Yes, and so uh, during this time, um, we're gonna have relaxing with uh, Tristan Hayes. Uh, in, in, we're gonna have relaxing. <laughs> we're gonna have relaxing with Tristan Hayes. So I want you to maybe, perhaps later, go over some of the techniques that you use when you're feeling a little bit too uh, at the speed of tremendous, should we say? And you oh, need to some slow of down. my techniques for slowing down. Yeah, I think I just like to. Um, you know, you got to stop drinking coffee by 3 p.m. Yep. You've got to remember to breathe. And maybe you just have a couple of beers, like, later in the day. That's... It's simple. Yeah, that is that is simple. I, th I think I do uh, none of those things. I think I might have broken every single one of those rules today. You've been drinking coffee past 3 p.m.? I drank coffee-infused beer earlier today <laughs> just, to get, just to get on top oh. of all of them. Oh, that's dreadful. I mean, where do you And I made go it myself. <laughs> Coffee infused beer. Brew. Yeah. Brew. Yeah. I mean, I Is made that what it. You call it. <laughs> yeah, and so it smells like beer. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> it is it's, so it's, it contains alcohol, but it tastes like it, it's, it, it becomes alcohol because of how long I leave it in for my in in, in the sink. And uh, through the process of ferment ah. fermentation, it becomes what I call uh moving on and so uh the reason i'm bringing you on as the next pseudo tom is because you actually defeated tom wickham in a in, in a not a uh a spelling bee as i was about to say okay in a okay. roast competition you uh you roasted tom off 
Uh, I believe he was perhaps the title holder. Maybe this was before the title. Maybe perhaps he held some kind of title. Yeah, and um, maybe you forgot to pick it up. Of that now. <laughs> but uh, I, there was a line I remember. I think it was um, Alex Milinkovic said this. Uh, said this, and I'm sorry if I got this wrong. Um, but he said that there's two things that are going to happen here with um, Tom, uh, Tom and Tristan competing at the uh, Rose Battle. Either uh, Tom is going to completely wipe the floor with Tristan, or Tristan's going to lie down on the floor and Tom's going to trip over him. <laughs> is this metaphorical? <laughs> is this is this? I don't know if I'm sophisticated enough to understand that. Don't be silly. Or, or am I literally going to lie on the floor? Because <laughs> I could, I could do that. <laughs> Tom, maybe after you defeat him fair and square, he runs and charges at you, and you lie down on the floor and like almost like a Olay sort of thing. He just trips over you, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. after he defeats me. As so in both <laughs> scenarios, he does at least defeat me at some point. No, so he was just flat out wrong defeated. because I defeated him straight up. <laughs> Which is what? Okay, so in in the spirit of Highlander, there can only be one. I thought that you would be the perfect person to. Uh, to be the next guest on the Tremendous Podcast. As the you've already, I don't you've like killed Tom once. I def- exactly, I've killed him once, right? Isn't yeah. that enough? I, I defeat him and he's still doing comedy. He's, you know, he's doing great. He's a very active comedian. <laughs> and I thought I defeated him, you know? Well, look, there are a lot of good, uh, you know, fighters that, that were contending for the title and then after taking a beating um, could not contend for the title anymore. And that did not make them any less of a journeyman after that. You know what I mean? They, they had to... Take their L's, but pay their bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that that could be what we're seeing from Tom. He's no longer. That the could head be of- what we're seeing from Tom. <laughs> yeah. I think we're seeing a lot of behaviours from him, and you know, you just have to take what he says with a grain of salt. And what are we what are we really seeing from Tom? It's like a child. God bless him. Oh man. Um, have you uh, have you ever thought about doing a Tristan Hayes podcast? Um. Well, I hate to admit that there is one. Yes. Years ago. Oh, my goodness. Which I posted. <laughs> the platform was that I used SoundCloud and then linked to it in a Blogspot blog. So there's like a – it's this is um, – I think let's just – I think we have very, <laughs> very limited exposure. I don't want to dwell on it. So, you know, if, if, if for the hardcore – uh, but I'd like to do a proper one, another one, a new one, a real one. I would. I, would. Okay. Well, if I if I wanted to, would I be able to find the Tristan Hayes podcast on Spotify? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on Spotify. <laughs> Wait, didn't you just say that it was on Spotify? No, I, I said another provider, another, <laughs> as I like to call them, another subscri- subscriber, YouTube and other subscribers. All right. And... It's up to you. You can you can listen back if you know. I've oh. said it once. It's enough. People I, I, are going to go back. It's you know, and it's really weird stuff. <laughs> I'm so excited to go back and hear it. Like you know, it's pretty. Oh man, I uh, I actually there's um you know what fucking funnily enough on the very first podcast that I did uh, becoming a comedian, which was like in the first couple of months, uh, it was do you remember that? It was called Live at the Vibe. Yes, I remember the logo. It's beautiful. That red V on yes. the black background. Yes, nailed it exactly. We actually ended up having a venue throw that sign out. It was so angry, memorabilia. Oh, but um, I had this podcast where because I was running a room, it was like a ten minute podcast where uh, a guest that was uh, performing that night, I would um, interview them for like five minutes or something like that before they got on stage and sort of ask about how their how their day's going, where their mindsets at. 
they would get on stage, uh, perform, and I would take like a little clip from their from their performance to kind of give an idea of how it went, whether they bombed or killed, and then they'd come off again for another little five minute perform uh, interview and just talk about what 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 happened. And it was called live at. Vi- live at the vibe and were you obsessed with whether they bombed or killed was that an important <laughs> that was the binary like, well it had to be honest because if i picked yeah. a guest that week and they just ate dick i couldn't I, there wasn't yeah. enough time to pick another one and show no. them in a better light so yeah. i'd be like let's just pick it for a night you got it so you had to really lean into the fact that you were either going to do well or not, or not yeah um and that would do a good job yes i'm on the this guy who i've just <laughs> who's just come in from out of nowhere i'm doing his podcast which he records with a little tiny microphone that's like <laughs> Attached to a wire that's like... It goes into You've come a long phone. way is what I'm saying. This equipment is much better than that, <laughs> that stuff. That it's also with. indoors. We can say that as well. We, before it ran out, it was uh, it was run on the street. Um, and the only reason I bring it up is because you were uh, you were one of my guests. You were actually guest number two on the podcast. Oh, God. Um, and I was going to say, uh, we might have to we could clip, through the magic of editing, we can clip it out. But uh, I thought we'd just play like a little clip from it. I haven't listened to it at all in preparation. I'm just going to pick it. I swear. I, I, just, I only just had the thought and uh, typed it in as we're talking. Um, but uh, <laughs> so we're going to see where we are. And the, look, the date is uh, the 29th of November, 2017. Okay. Uh, okay, and I will say this: if you're going back, the bios were not written by me; they were written by another committee. Because what it says is, I had a fun time chatting with the kooky and hilarious Tristan Hayes. Check him out at blah 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 blah. And I was going back; I was humiliated about that. But uh, enjoy the live at the vibe with uh, Tristan Hayes. Welcome to live at the vibe. I love this is so self-referential. Like oh. we, we've just talked nonsense and now we're talking about like this other How time. It's doing? a throwback to us doing the exact same thing. Vibe with your host, Elia Rovetti, and I'm here with comedian Tristan Hayes. How are you? Oh, babe. Hi. I'm oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm going fantastic. It's beautiful. Excellent. That sounds great. It's a beautiful I, podcast. I love it so far. Have you had a chance to uh, check out the room yet? Like the inside of the room? Tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I went in there and, well, you know, yeah, I guess you're being a very good host now because you actually saw me say hi to you then. So, but that, I guess this is like the magic, the monkey magic for others, for the, for the people at home, I suppose. So, you know, guys, you don't know this, but I actually, <laughs> I actually popped oh, can in we, that room. This is uh, dreadful. Short, shortly after... <laughs> I like I said. I swear to God, I didn't do any preparation. No wonder that podcast went nowhere. <laughs> All right, we'll go. We're going to skip way ahead. We'll That's go. crap. <laughs> and I'm not saying this is any better, by the way, but I think it might be a little bit better. <laughs> All right, wait. Let me just jump a couple minutes ahead. Wait, wait. Okay, quickly. We just I'll do, I'll do a much shorter section than that. Time. He's very established, so he's in his 60s now. And I, I ran into him. No, no, no. And so I thought that was... It's like some stop, weird... Um, stop it. It's fucking... I hate this so much. I'm sorry. It's so bad. Like, 
Oh, I should have gone so back up her like, own asses at this point. Oh my god! No, well look, no this, one. Who the fuck would listen to? No, the, the, no, no, no. Now I'm getting. Now I'm getting. No, no. This is my point. This is my point. I I don't want you to think that we're looking back in uh, in sort of reverence where we're being like, how great was this? I, I we're looking back no. and shitting on it. It's, no, I, there was I, no I one take back then. everything I just said in the last few seconds. <laughs> the point is, I'm freaking out. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> That, I don't, oh! that just made me feel weird. Oh my God, dude. If someone did that to me as well, I didn't even think about it. Because look, I'm a terrible interviewer now. Can you imagine me three years, three years ago? Uh, okay, so that, that that was amazing. I, and I promise you it I didn't. It was amazing. It was amazing. It, it, we're looking back on a podcast no one listened to then and no one's listening Ooh, to this now. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a great that time to hot, take guys. a break. That was great. Let's have a break, guys. Anthony Lacascio, you're on the tremendous podcast with Elliot Rovetti, and sitting next to him is uh, Sydney comedian Tristan Hayes. How are you? Oh, me. <laughs> or how's Anthony? Wait, wait, one second, Anthony. We've got, we, we've, we've got you in yeah, now. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm on the podcast, huh? You are on the podcast. Unfortunate for you. Uh, say hello to uh, Tristan. Say hello to who? Oh, I'm sorry. On the on the podcast, we have uh, Sydney comedian Tristan Hayes. Tristan Hayes. Yes. Well, wow. it's a big get. Hello. It's a big get for the tremendous podcast. Oh, hello. yes, absolutely. I, I'm, 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 I was ready for this. <laughs> would you, um, would you like me to say hello back to Anthony? <laughs> well, um, whenever, whenever it's convenient for you. Oh, hi, mate. Hi. <laughs> I think that I think I think this is this is this is extra. Um, this is extra good because uh, I was wondering if either of you two gentlemen are able to take my spot at Soul Trap comedy in uh, at seven o'clock because I am <laughs> sick as a dog and Bree has asked me for a replacement. You know what? I might actually I might actually take you up on that. Do you mind if I see when this podcast finishes? How how, how I know it's time sensitive. How um how quick do you need to know in? It's very time sensitive. Okay, all right. Well, how about you give me fifteen minutes and I'll and if you don't hear from me then it's um it's a likely no, but if you if you do hear me for me, it'll be in fifteen minutes. I think you got to commit to this, yeah, pretty soon, EJ. Yeah, no, actually, you know what, Anthony? It's, think... I'm going to have to give it a miss. I'm oh no, 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 no! I think I think the log- most logical person in the room gave me the gave me a uh, uh, some logic. No, is the most logical person in the room uh, free at seven? Uh, good question. You want a, a seven p.m. gig? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it. He can do it. Yeah, can I can I tell Bree that Tristan will do it? Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's great. At the How tremendous good. podcast, we make dreams happen. Uh, oh, Anthony, so. g- blow your nose. Do you want to maybe call in later? We're all business here. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Nice. Thank you so Tristan, thank you so much, man. I'm gonna I'll tell Bree now. Okay, pleasure. Beautiful. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. And we are back. I sign off on that. Uh, I have a couple questions here for you, Mr. Hayes, as uh, time is of the essence and we can't always build an organic sort of conversation here on Tremendous, so sometimes we need to shoehorn it within... Oh, okay. (laughs) What? So we've failed, have we? No, we've just had a great time and I feel like... Failed to build an organic conversation. I feel like we had a last minute call. You had a call in. You're you're so popular that you got people calling into the podcast looking for you to, uh, to fill in. And uh, your your time has been stolen from the people tremendous, and I am so I'm trying to get as much goodness. Oh, I didn't know you felt that way. Well, let's I'm have sure you back. I... Let's have you back very soon. Okay, beautiful. And we could especially you... if I get the host gig that we're all auditioning <laughs> for. Apparently, wink, wink. Um, uh, so, uh, guys, uh, Tristan 
have you uh, have you ever been attacked by an animal? Yes. You've been attacked by an animal? Yes. <laughs> can you, can you I, go back on it? Well, I was um, tackled by a nasty big dog when I was a small child. Um, what kind of dog? <clears throat> I don't know exactly. It's a fairly big one. You know, not one of these little ones. And it sort of, I think we were at the Royal Easter Show. <laughs> and it <laughs> Was this dog so big that it was an attraction at the Easter Show? Is that what you're telling me? Well, <laughs> I think I was the attraction <laughs> to the dog. <laughs> if you know what I mean. See, it was, it was only later. It was only later that my parents explained what was really happening there. Which was, you know, the dog was trying to fuck me. <laughs> and maybe in some sense it was fucking me. Were you a hot kid to dogs? What were you wearing? I think I was like probably about a six, you know, like to dogs as a child. But this dog was up for it. Obviously just couldn't, just thought this is a soft target. <laughs> it is always so funny to see a, a dog decide that uh, in its mind uh, I can fuck this kid <laughs> yeah I think that's what the dog I think I think that's exactly I mean they're clear you know his parents are letting him stray there definitely was I mean yeah we can read a too much into it perhaps but there was a process in that dog's brain where in effect what that amounts to is I could fuck this kid <laughs> I remember watching it happen in my own backyard where I had a bunch of my friends over and I had a um, a beautiful uh, American uh, pit bull, like it was American pit bull with a pink nose, American pit bull, I, uh, Kirby, uh, rest mm. in peace. Uh, you, on this podcast, you gotta, I, you got to pour a little drink out for the oh, homie. For the- um, just a tiny little splash just a tiny, yeah. on the thing. Okay, there no, we go. No, there we go. Uh, for rest out for the homie. Pink, uh, for, pink for, nosed for Kirby. Uh, Kirby. Rest in peace. Um, but Kirby uh, took a look at all of my friends and through the um, through a sort of uh, pecking order sort of uh, sort of process, decided that he was going to fuck my friend Joey Donerkey. And uh, he basically oh. he, he was we were all Joey Donerkey. Joey Donerkey, like Don. Uh, I mean, I'm D O N A G H Y. Great name. Go yeah. On, yeah. Joseph Donaghy, Joseph William Charles Donaghy, and uh, he uh, Kirby uh, decided that he's going to hold him down, and actually got his 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 paws over his shoulders and was like holding him down, and it was kind of like a joke at first, and then Joey couldn't get up, mm. and Joey uh, eventually he kicked the dog off and was like being aggressive with the dog, but uh, being a pit bull, it didn't matter. He just chased him around while we all laughed, and uh, it was uh, that was the first time that I ever saw a, t- a dog decide, um, yeah, I, I'm good. I think I can fuck this kid. Yeah, that sounds. You sounded like you were a bit older. How, did, did you say how, how old were you then? Maybe 15, 14. Okay, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. We, we were all just. Uh, it, it was one of the. It was one of the uh, the happiest moments of my life, sort of thing. Have you ever been? Have you ever been mauled or attacked by any other the animal? Happiest <laughs> moments of your life. Any other animal? Um, that's the major one. I mean, you know, we've all been swooped by birds. I liked when I would get swooped by a bird. I remember getting swooped by a bird once. Yeah, and um. I enjoyed the fact that my, my head was bleeding. You know, like it, it didn't hurt really at all. You know, like it it wasn't a problem to me. And as like a young boy who wants to be like kind of cool and like tough or whatever, I think I liked, I just let the blood run down my face <laughs> so that I'd look like 
hell when I got home, but I would be fine. You know, like I'd be like, whatever, you know, just a bird, mum. You know, it's just a bird, mum. Oh my god! Holy smokes, that is that speaks to so much inside of me, dude. <laughs> this this um this one time, uh, I had uh, my mum had this friend over who um it was a family friend. This lady Maria, I can't even remember her last name, but she was she was over, and I had this. I guess I had a little crush on her, and I, I was I guess five years old, maybe uh, four, five, six, maybe somewhere in that kind of bracket. And they're in the kitchen, and I have this sort of crush on her, and in my like retarded your little mind i just i thought to myself i know what men do i know what i've seen my my dad do i go into the bathroom and i start shaving my face with a razor uh mm. with no cream no sort of you know warm water or anything like that so shaving my my hairless face and i think that and then i walk out into the kitchen like uh these guys are going to notice and they're just like elliot what happened and my face is just completely cut up and bloody <laughs> and i've walked out trying to be like all suave and my face is just fucking cut up from a razor and they're like what did you do this is the most shocking yeah. thing ever and i just had like uh it did not go the way that i expected and do you think on some maybe subconscious level that was it that was the plan all along you know like for you to <laughs> to be consoled it was a cry for help you know <laughs> is what i'm wondering <laughs> i was just trying to see my dad shave i didn't really know what he was actually doing functionally <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just thought you were going to be look, look real sharp. Yeah, I just knew that that's what men do. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a cry for help. You just were trying to be cool. A lot of this podcast is me just uh, shooting my arrow at manhood and missing <laughs> and hitting boyhood. The the vast sea of boyhood hitting behind boyhood. it. <laughs> well, I, it sometimes it frustrates me that I can't hit the target, so I have to find a boy. Yeah, this get, in the get, hood. gets back to that dog conversation from before. <laughs> Those mm. dogs were hitting boyhood. Okay, okay. I've got a question here. Um, a second, okay, okay. a second inorganic question okay. for Mr. Hayes. Um, for Dr. Hayes, rather. For actually, <laughs> Person Hayes. <laughs> uh, person Hayes, have you ever had a uh, a paranormal experience? Um, Slash, seen a UFO. Thank God you gave me that out. <laughs> We've all seen a fucking UFO, haven't we? I, oh, I don't know if we have. A paranormal experience. I get spooked. You know, isn't it interesting that you, we get spooked, and um, that even if you don't believe in anything supernatural, you d you still can get quite spooked. Um, but so is that a supernatural experience? I, I guess a supernatural experience is one where you interpret it supernaturally after the fact. You think I can't explain that except supernaturally. Is uh, is is that uh, does that apply to something that's happened to you? I mean, I kind of have this gl global feeling of supernaturalness about the world. Like I almost want to say it sounds, I mean, I almost want to say that being alive or just exist, the existence of the world um, feels in some sense supernatural to me. Um, but that's not a particular event in the world. Mm. It's just the fact that it, there is a world at all. Um there's this Wittgenstein quote, the mystical is not how the world is, but that it exists. <laughs> That's what's mystical, is the fact that there is a world at all. That's fascinating. I think you answered that question perfectly. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, this is why we need to get you back because there's already a bunch of questions that I'm already wanting to answer based on that. But 
I, I, based on what the piece of paper in front of me says, I have to do something else. Okay, so uh, it you're <laughs> so boxed in by your own. That, who made that piece of paper? <laughs> I did, Tristan. Okay, but I you, did. You've learnt from experience that you need to stick to the script. Kind of. I, I guess. I, I guess that I do it because uh, this piece of paper is my Tom. This is the pseudo Tom. Uh, oh. It's it's the. Uh, drill sergeant do you know what i mean the, the one that you mean to say when tom was around you didn't have a piece of paper i did because that that's okay all right i did Let's I take did. but it was already there but now it's playing a more important role yes yeah, so that's it that's 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 exactly what i was trying to say all right so uh this podcast is surprisingly educational sometimes we we do welcome uh changing our thoughts and not being so married to whatever we uh believe and uh this this is uh some this is i want you to explain maybe um the the allegory uh of plato's cave oh um so as far as i know the idea of plato's <laughs> cave is that our imagine some people they're just chained to a certain they can't turn around and they're facing the wall of a cave and then they can see some shadows playing on that wall and they're watching it like a puppet shadow show and they that's all they can ever see but what's really happening is the stuff that's casting the shadows and that we and plato is saying that we we are those poor fuckers looking at the puppet shadow show and that basically all our experience of the world is just that like we're just we're just seeing the merest shadow of what's really going on and that and and then so you would think that that's just complete pessimism but then i think there's this other thing which isn't part of his cave idea which is that you can know other. You can know stuff about the essence of reality, but not by the senses. Not by looking. Looking at, you thought the senses were kind of trivial and misleading and second-rate avenues to knowledge, and that the real way to know things was by reason, mm. and to just some sort of like perception of objects that aren't objects of the senses. They're objects of the intellect. Interesting, and so like uh, the, we perhaps didn't have the antenna uh, to to appreciate or even um, see what is the the crux of our existence or the uh, our environment. Maybe I don't know. It just seems to be. I mean, the cave part itself is just sounds like a, just a very skeptical view about yeah. You know, we we see certain things, but and and perceive some things, but what's really going on underneath the underlying reality is we're cut off from knowing about that i think is the thrust of the cave thing so it's just this it's very pessimistic but then the other thing i was saying is just like there's this other thing in plato which is a bit more like we can know stuff by reason we can know stuff by reason um yeah uh, our senses are like misleading or tr or just the the merest hint of the underlying reality or something okay okay so um does that um that 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 sort of goes against, or where does um, solipsism fall into that? Solipsism being um, that uh, I I can only know uh, I can only know that I am uh, there. There can be nothing else other than what can be perceived, and my understanding of me being here. In fact, I only know that I can be here, so I can't even be sure that you 
uh, I mean, I, 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 I'm that's, that's interesting, actually. So, I think what people normally mean by solipsism is a stronger thing, not just about what you can know, but about what the world is actually like. If mm. you like, it's a metaphysical thesis, not an epistemological thesis, not okay. a thesis about knowledge. And the metaphysical thesis of solipsism is something like only my mind exists. There are no other minds. That's my understanding of it. Um, and so there is that and then uh, there's this other view which you're saying which is like this kind of skepticism about other minds which is that we don't know that there are other minds or we can't know or something okay but that that statement if you think about it, that's compatible with there are actually other minds there are or there aren't the point is we don't know we can't know Can so that's you a different explain view. that sorry how do I how do I know that there how would we know that there are other minds well I'm not I'm, I don't I mean the point is just that one view <clears throat> one view is we can't know that there are other minds and that's a view about what we can know that's an epistemological thesis and then the other view is there are no other minds this is the my mind is the only mind I th that's solipsism it's Sol a metaphysical view about how things actually are okay. whereas the other thing we were talking about is that you can think of it as an epistemological thesis it's about what we can know mm. Yeah. So, but then, how could we know there are other minds? Well, that's there's this funny thing that the argument from analogy, which is something like we, the argument is like we have feelings and we look at our bodies and ourselves and we look and see things that are similar to us and we say so by analogy that thing that that person I I'm seeing must also have or probably also has feelings mm. by analogy with my own case, mm. but you know I. I don't think anyone makes that argument. It's not that's not like why we mm. believe in other minds. Like the whole idea of believing in other minds is quite strange because we just naturally do. Like yeah. it's it's not like like my chicken tastes like your chicken, right? Oh, believe you. You know what I mean. <laughs> my chicken tastes like your chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps yours <laughs> tastes like asparagus and mine tastes like you know chicken to me. Is or it something. just because I've tamed chickens from a very different source? <laughs> like. I just go to yeah. We just you do shop exclusively at Tristan Farm, so I, I don't go know. to the asparagus <laughs> chicken shop. My point is that um, we assume that you know the color red looks like the color red to you and stuff like that, and and, and, and pre-assuming that everyone else's minds work in the same way that ours do, just because our understanding of our own is is, I guess, what we do. But like, uh, I think that leads to a lot of. Um, I don't want to get. I. I don't want to try. I'm not. I'm not going to pretend that I'm intelligent enough to fucking to pontificate about that. But uh, well, I don't think anyone is. That thing about mm. yeah, but whether people. How do you know if someone has the same experiences as you? It's very mysterious what that even means and how you would ever know. You know, like mm. it's not as if we don't have the technology. It's like there's this unbridgeable gap. There's this feeling of like this impossibility of of knowing, which is quite puzzling that that should be what experience okay we uh, i may actually have to just cut it off right where you where where you finished perfectly but if we can what experiment perfect yeah what experiment do you think <laughs> go on <laughs> sorry what experiment do you think that we could use to try and figure out whether or not your chicken is like my chicken um same chickens um i guess we could look Try to have people who see the chicken, like. Okay, maybe I, I phrased it wrong. 
<laughs> Maybe we, how can we experiment <laughs> and find a middle ground and figure out who's chi- if your chicken tastes like my oh. chicken? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I'm sorry. Like your your chicken tastes like <laughs> yeah, my no, chicken. I'm sorry. I guess I was avoiding the question for some reason. It's like <laughs> you asked the really hard. The I was avoiding the question of how. I'm just not. This podcast is not brought to you by the tremendous One Night Stand. Have you ever been sitting in front of a drink you don't know the name of, at a bar you're too old to be at, looking at someone get into a car more expensive than you've ever owned, with a person more attractive than you've ever slept with? Sounds like you need the tremendous One Night Stand. At the tremendous One Night Stand, we will provide you with one sports car, one tailored suit, one martini, shaken or stirred, and one piece of arm candy that won't sleep with you, but by golly will they tell everyone that you have, doubling your perceived value, all for one night. We boast a 99% success rate, and I don't know how it works, but our statisticians tell us that the other 1% is purely made up of orgies. The tremendous one night stand. Uh, Sir, I can shake her martini, but I I would advise against shaking your cult and draft. got one more thing for you here one more little hassle uh before i let you go um okay. we have the on the podcast every week uh whether it be myself tom or a pseudo tom we have the joke of the week the joke of the week for the people tremendous um and so uh i ask you uh person tr- uh, person tristan hayes <laughs> do you happen to have a street joke for the people tremendous yeah so this is it's a true street joke in that i heard it from you know a, 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 the man on the street so to speak i wasn't on the street but it was in a pub and it was a guy it was an older guy who was a bit pissed and just said this to me and the joke is um what's red and invisible no tomatoes that's the joke that is tremendous that's perfect. Thank you so much, Tristan. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people. <laughs> Big love.